0: Happy weekend, everybody. Are you surprised to hear from me on the weekend? Well, there's so much going on in the world with this COVID-19, the Wuhan virus, that I thought some of y'all could use a distraction. I'm Brian Barnett, the creator and host of The Last Symptom Podcast. I'm glad to have you here. This is just a quick hello to everybody this weekend. If you want to hear some really In depth content, please listen to other episodes. This isn't it. I was just thinking of everybody and kind of thinking about what kind of circumstances y'all might be in, the anxieties that you might be dealing with, or the complete lack of anxiety you might be dealing with. And I thought I'd just hop in and provide some commentary about that and maybe entertain you a little bit and get your mind off things. First of all, if you're somebody, who is being directly affected by this uh, COVID-19 virus, I just want to say that uh, you're on my thoughts. I'm sorry that you're dealing with that, and I hope that you recover real soon. If it's uh, somebody close to you, maybe an older family member that's dealing with this thing, I uh, I just can't imagine the stress that you're dealing with. And I hope that that family member comes out just fine. You know, when we're all watching the news and Hearing these things in the news, we sometimes forget that the people that we're hearing are being affected are real people with real families, and some of those people being really affected with real families might be some of my listeners. So uh, I'm thinking about you. Hang in there. Get better soon. We all want you back on your feet and back in the game as soon as you can be. So be good to yourself and. Uh, Don't overdo anything. For the rest of y'all who are just hearing about this in the news and you haven't yet been directly affected by this, what is my practical advice in the face of all this for you? My advice is a few things. First, whatever you do, don't join in with all of the scoffers. You know what scoffing is, don't you? Scoffing is... Laughing uh, incredulously at something. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Can never happen to me. So, my advice is to not join in with all the scoffers, those people who are scoffing and saying that this is no worse than influenza or the flu. So, don't be suckered into complacency by those who are trying to ease their own anxieties by telling you. That there's absolutely nothing to worry about. But also, on the flip side of the coin, the last thing you want to do is join in with the doomsday crowd. Anybody talking about only worst case scenarios and trying to paint a picture of a post-apocalyptic world. Both of these two groups of people are both suffering from the same problem. And do you know what that problem is? Extremism. And extremism is not your friend. Instead, there's a sweet spot. Yeah, a sweet spot right in the middle somewhere where we'll see the truth eventually play out. And that sweet spot is called balance and reasonableness. What do I mean? Well, I mean the same thing I said in this past Thursday's episode of this podcast. Make sure you're doing the practical things that you're capable of doing. And if you're doing this, don't sweat the things that are out of your control. How can I say, don't sweat the things that are out of your control when there are so many uncertainties with this thing still? I can say it because it's a basic principle of emotional health. That is, not obsessing about what we have no control over once we are addressing the things we do have control over. See if we're addressing the things we do have control over. For example, washing our hands frequently, buying and having a bag of rice or, you know, some canned foods in the cupboard, maybe a bag of taters, cleaning off regularly used surfaces, social distancing as far as you know, physical approximation and contact with others goes, keeping ourselves reasonably informed. And I don't mean like binge watching the news. I just mean keeping on top of the latest details and information coming out. When we're doing this, we can be satisfied that whatever role we have in the situation, we are fulfilling that role. And when we do that, That brings us calm. The parts we have no control over is the weather, ain't it? And we have no control over the weather. Does it ever make sense to pace around trying to control things we have no control over? With our feelings and our willpower? Do you know what you're doing when you're walking around, allowing your feelings to get caught up in the uncertainties of what you're imagining could Happen in the future. It's a waste of that energy. It's like a big jumbo jet that has so much fuel, but as it's flying, it's losing seventy-five percent of its fuel, just just seeping out into the air. You know, it's it's not fueling the airplane at all. It's just being entirely wasted. So our emotions really are our energy and our attention. Where do our feelings come from? They come from our thoughts. So we can control what we choose to continue thinking about, as I mentioned in, in this previous episode of this podcast. But I think one thing we can all agree on is that it doesn't make sense to uh, waste our emotion and energy on something that we have zero control or, or power over. So, like the weather, we have to wait and see what it's really going to do which is often the opposite, right, (laughs) of whatever the weatherman says. And then we make choices for ourselves based on the reality of what the weather simply does, which is entirely out of our control. We get an umbrella. We put on a rain jacket and pants. We stay inside. Whatever it is, we have tons of power and control, but only over Anything that involves ourselves and our choices and our actions for the most part. For those things that we don't have power and control over, let's not waste our energy, emotion, and time on that. Because it really is a very inefficient and poor use of our energy. Now, it is smart to take the practical steps that you can take to protect yourself and your loved ones and your neighbors. So do that. And if you are doing that, relax a little bit and do something nice for yourself. Listen to some music, or better yet, create some music, paint, read some poetry, turn off the news and make some plans for something you'd like to do once this thing passes and life returns to normal. Me, my hobby happens to be something that fits right in with pandemics, (laughs) so I don't have to wait. I'm supposed to go on a fairly long wilderness backpacking trip here in the next few weeks, unless the government restricts interstate travel here within the United States, which they're talking about doing. And if they do that, then I'll just go into the wilderness somewhere closer to where I live. Or maybe I'll even stay home. The secret is to be adaptable. We will get through this. Just remember, take a breath, relax, Think about the practical things you can be doing and do them. The things that are out of your control, don't dwell on that. Don't give too much credence to the hyenas and the scoffers. You know, the people trying to soothe their own secret anxieties by trying to convince everybody else that there's nothing to worry about. And also... Don't listen to anybody trying to paint a picture of this bringing down societies and collapsing governments and all that. Remember, there's a sweet spot in the middle, and that's where we all want to be. That's, that's where we're going to find the truth. Now, um, one other thing I want to talk about just real briefly. This would just be like a brief tip or you know, maybe a brief commentary on boundaries, which I thought you all might find useful and worth thinking about the problem with boundaries the problem with boundaries is when folks aren't used to living with them i don't think most people realize that all emotionally healthy people live with boundaries in fact they've lived with them for their whole lives and they've never had to sit down and define them specifically as boundaries Instead, for healthy people who have been living with boundaries for their entire life, boundaries are simply things that they've always viewed as acceptable and as unacceptable. That's why these people are healthy. But in reality, this living with viewing certain things as acceptable and certain things as unacceptable is what those of us who have had to learn boundaries— you know, as unhealthy people going from a boundaryless life to a healthy life, that's what we identify as boundaries. The most difficult adjustment with boundaries only happens because we've been used to living without them, and now we're being asked to acknowledge and respect them. So there's a lot to say about boundaries, and I've not come anywhere close to fully addressing the subject and breaking it down in all the ways that I eventually hope to. But the greatest point about boundaries is probably that they're something we put around ourselves for ourselves. They're not something we place around other people, and they're not a way of controlling other people. Do you hear what I'm saying? My husband yells at me. I don't want him to yell at me. So in order to make him talk to me always in a soft tone, I'm going to create this boundary around him. That, that's not how boundaries work. The way boundaries work is I accept being talked to in a calm, reasonable voice. I do not accept being talked to in a screaming voice. Therefore, I'm going to create a boundary around myself And stop allowing screaming and irrational attacks to be allowed within my boundaries, to be allowed within my life. See, you have control over that. You have no control over what other people choose to do, how they choose to act. So it's pointless to even try to control them. The point of boundaries is to properly and fully manage control over what you do have control over and that's only yourself. So, the greatest point about boundaries is that they're something we put around ourselves for ourselves. They're not something we put around other people and they're not a way of controlling or manipulating other people. No, they surround us and they are simply standards of what we view as acceptable and not as acceptable and the consequences we enforce any time somebody violates them. So think of an electric fence we surround ourselves with and we control the switch of when we want to turn the electric off and allow something in or when we want to keep certain elements out and we turn the electricity on and that electric fence around us keeps us protected. So even though I've not exhausted this topic, if you'd like to hear what I've said on the subject to date I recommend listening to the three-part series on boundaries that I recorded for The Last Symptom podcast in the show's first season. Uh, You can just go through the episodes and you'll see them there. uh, Boundaries Part 1, Boundaries Part 2, Boundaries Part 3. Also, I believe that those episodes are available as articles over in the article library at thelastsymptom.com, but I could be mistaken about that. If I am mistaken, you can stream this show right there from the website. Well, folks, it's been a while since I shared any poetry with you. I haven't done that, I don't think, since the first season. So, as a way to close the show today, I jotted down a few poems that I like, and I thought I'd share them with you, and maybe this will change the tone of your day. The first one I'd like to read to you is from Edwin Arlington Robinson. 1869 to 1935, and this is a beautiful poem. It's called Golden Wheat Shafts. Golden Wheat Shafts, where long the shadows of the wind had rolled, green wheat was yielding to the change assigned, and as by some vast magic undivined, the world was turning slowly into gold. Edward Arlington Robinson, 1869 and 1935. The next one is a sexy poem. Oh, you're going to like this, especially if you're a sensual, sexy person, you're going to like this. This is called Animals by Frank O'Hara, 1950. Have you forgotten what we were like then when we were still first rate and the day came fat with an apple in its mouth? It's no use worrying about time but we did have a few tricks up our sleeves and turned some sharp corners. The whole pasture looked like our meal. We didn't need speedometers. We could manage cocktails out of ice and water. I wouldn't want to be faster or greener than now if you were with me. Oh, you were the best of all my days. Animals. Frank O'Hare, 1950. And finally, let's close with uh, W. B. Yeats, eighteen sixty-five to nineteen thirty-nine. The Lake Isle of Innisfree. I will arise and go now, and go to Innisfree, and a small cabin build there of clay and wattles made. Nine bean rows will I have there, a hive for the honey bee, and live alone in the bee loud glade. And I shall have some peace there, for peace comes dropping slow, Dropping from the veils of the morning to where the cricket sings, Where midnights all glimmer, and noon a purple glow, And evening full of the linnet's wings. I will arise and go now, for always night and day, I hear lake water lapping with low sounds by the shore. While I stand on the roadway or on the pavement's gray, I hear it in the deep heart's core. The Lake Isle of Innisfree, W.B. Yates, 1865-1939. to And that's all I have for today, for this weekend, you folks. I, I hope you're all staying safe out there, taking good care of yourself, taking reasonable, practical precautions, and not going overboard with your imaginations. I want to mention thelastsymptom.com. That's my website full of free resources. You can support my work with a donation there if you get the itch. You can schedule a one-on-one appointment with me. Maybe I can help you figure some things out. And I want to remind you that the U.S. West Coast Last Symptom Fundamentals course is coming up in the beginning of May. We'll see how that goes. It's all online, so you don't have to worry about you know being in a crowded room full of sick people but i also understand that uh, this this pandemic is kind of messing up everybody's plans and uh, you know eventually we might have to move it back if if we don't get enough support uh, pretty soon that said i want to thank you for joining me today i hope you have a wonderful weekend and an even better week hang in there we'll get through this for those of you who are uh, dealing with this directly Well, I just want you to know that, uh, you know, you're not an abstract story on the news or a statistic to me. You're a real person to me, and I'm hoping the best for you and for all your loved ones. But hang tight, hang tough, and we hope to see you on the other side healthy and back on your feet very soon. And that's all for now. I'll see you folks on Thursday same place, same time here at The Last Symptom Podcast. As always, thanks for listening.